good game. Somebody smacked my ass. Welcome to episode three of the How's it going? Mental Memories Podcast. What have y'all been up to you? Oh, same shit, different toilet. Oh, I hear that. Different dog turd, I, different day. Actually, it's been weird, dude. I've, I've had different shit, but it's all been at the same toilet. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. You've only pooped in one toilet? O- only one toilet this week. I like um, to mix them up, you know. I'm same a, toilet just gets old. I'm a habitual pooper, dude. I like my poop spots. And uh, Poop room. Yep. A poop room, dude. Everybody has their favorite poop room. Yeah. Well, with uh, this episode, we are going to be talking about an album that I submitted. Uh, it is Submit by Ill Disposed. Um, he submitted it. I submitted it. See what I did there? Um. Oh, that's cool. In my show liners, I have like the wrong stuff in there. That's pretty neat. So, oh, yeah, I forgot to bring that up. We started the show too oh, soon. It's the same as last week, dude. Um, that's why I, I was like, you didn't fucking change anything. What the fuck? No, I just uh, changed same, the band same, names, except in one spot, I guess. Same song, <laughs> second verse. Same layout. Wait same a minute. Wait a minute. This is a different man. song. Different verse. <laughs> So, uh, just a little bit about Ill Disposed and this album. Uh, Submit came out in 1995 under Progress Records. Uh, at the time, the band was both summers on vocals. Morton Gilstead on guitars, Lossie and Ronnie Bach on guitars and bass, uh, respectively there. Rolf Hansen on drums. Um, Ill Disposed formed in 1991 by Bo Summer and Lossie Bach. And uh, they are from Our House, Denmark. They've released 13 studio albums and two EPs. Uh, nice. Submit is their second studio album. Uh, they did release an EP in between those. Okay, uh, so this wasn't their debut album then? No, this is their second album. Okay. Um, the first one's like pretty deathy, like old school death. Hmm. I think that came out in 92 or something like that. The Four Depressive Seasons. That's the first album I bought. I used to go to this weird-ass... Uh, music store over in Cohoes and this guy would just like I'd be like give me something good he'd give me random shit hmm. I've heard some bad stuff ever hear of Crabathor I have not crab sores it's so bad after the podcast <laughs> we'll listen to some Crabathor and y'all are gonna be like what the hell is this um but yeah he got me this ill-disposed not the one we're listening to now but a different one and uh yeah uh, this whole album was written in B standard. Uh, it was released in 95, which is pretty rare back then. Yeah, it's pretty I mean, fucking low. Yep. Uh, yep. The second studio album continues to build upon their groove oriented death metal style. I think the only thing that makes them death metal is kind of the vocals, right? There's barely yeah. any blast beats in this. I mean, they do have some blasting and shit. Yeah. Uh, but not, it's actually not enough to where I would consider it strictly. Strict death. Yeah. Shit's groovy. Probably there, the vocals. There's some death uh, riffs in there, but there's a lot of, I would say, a there's lot, a of, lot just, of different influences in this band, I noticed. There's, there's, there really is. Yeah. They there's throw a lot some of different cool flavors leads, in there. A lot of groovy, just heavy riffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing before we get into the album or talk about the sounds, one thing I, I was telling Nick, this is kind of band related, as, and uh, Joe, their leads are kind of, what I imagine over our stuff when we're writing, like that slow kind of melodic. Yeah, I, I could see that stuff. You know, it just I think it would sound cool. Just sounds good. Yeah, nothing was too like overly crazy. You yeah, know? they were just like solid leads. Um. Yeah, they've been signed to uh, Nuclear Blast Roadrunner, and they're currently signed to Massacre Records. Massacre oh, Records. They were on Roadrunner for two albums. Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, did they have a different singer at that time? 
No, it's a so the singer is the only original member in the band, mm. and he's been there the whole, whole the time. whole time. Yep, awesome. he was the um he formed it with one of these the Bach brothers, uh, B A K, one on guitars, one on bass, and those brothers played on this album. Those two later went on to form a band called Slow Death Factory, which is a obviously a song off this album. Nice, um, and it's pretty good. And uh, yeah, well, getting into it, I think it's uh, we can start talking about the actual album and what we thought of it. <clears throat> so just to go through it again, we're using the girthometer, and we're going through whole girthy boys. Guitars as a category, vocals, miscellaneous or peripheral sounds, if you will, um, and then the groove. Um, I don't know. Who wants to go first when we're talking about the, the guitars and bass? Not me. I went first last time. You did. Joe looked at me. <laughs> I, I guess I'll go. Which Joe? The one that looked at me. Joe. <laughs> Joey today. Um, let's see here. So, uh, guitar, dude, like, it actually has a pretty good tone for the time period, for that style of music, I think. Yep. Uh, again, like, man, they have some really just heavy, groovy riffs going on in there. Um. A lot of cool transitions. Um, so with guitar, I would have to give them a good four. I'd say it's not my my favorite tone, but yep. it definitely fits the, the music. Yep. What about you, Joe? What do you think about this shit? Uh, I, th- I think I'll give it a four, too. Um, I really like the tone and the chunkiness <laughs> and the groove. Um, I like the bass too. Yeah, the bass tone is pretty sick in this. Definitely some cool bass parts. I'll go, but I'm, I'm warning you guys. I'm a total fucking stand for this album. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a five because this uh, this album kind of showed me the heaviness and the thickness. Like the way this whole album just starts, like it's so fucking just girth right from the beginning and uh you know i love it so it's a, it's gonna get a full showed for me full showed full, showed. full. so i'd say for me i would have to i'm gonna be the negative nancy on this one i did like everything like i like the tone i really like the bass tone but i felt like they missed the mark on like whether it was the sound engineer or whatever, I felt like it maybe could have been EQ'd better. It was just a yeah, muddy was, mix to me. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to give it a three. I can see that because I just felt I felt like it could have been better, but it was nine, you know, early '90s. So I do feel like it fits the period, but it just kind of missed the mark for me on what I like. Everything I felt like on its own sounded good, but then together there there was a lot of muddy stuff to where it's like I really had to listen to what kind of was going on when they weren't in a groove. Yeah, I can see some um, parts it's, it gets a little wild. Yeah, but it wasn't anything that was like super bad. I just feel like it could have been improved. Yep. Um, but that's, yeah. Cool. Like that's on the guitars. Well, finishing there, we could do a snake draft. What are you feeling about the vocals? vocals they weren't as bad as I thought they were going to be when you first (laughs) were like oh you're going to hate this fucking shit yeah I knew you were going to I was like Nick's probably not going to like the vocals I do like some gutter old bands but it's definitely not one of my favorites but I felt like they did it well for what they do and like he did it well like he's a good death metal vocalist like yep his voice doesn't crack. Like, I kind of, I made the comment. It was like Chris Barnes, but he can actually sing. Yeah. And that's kind of <laughs> the tone that I, I got from him. So, for vocals, what do you, what do you got on yeah, that, Dorothy? I would give him a, I would say for the style, I would give him a five. 
Like, oh, wow. Excellent. Like, did a good job. Really? I didn't hate anything about it. That right there is the most surprising part of all this for me. So far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. But I'm saying that it's it, it, keeping the style in mind. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like he did a good job. Like, I don't feel like, I don't know. I don't know what they could have maybe. Well, actually, no, let me change that. There there are some backup vocals that I, I thought were kind of cheesy. Now that hey, I think about yeah, it. We eat you. Because they had like a. <laughs> like, uh, they're, I don't know. They just. Yeah. Are you and re- they had to have been the backup because they didn't sound like the main vocalist. So. Are you regirthing here? Regirthing. Yeah. yeah. I lost a little bit now that I think about it. You know, she wasn't I'm as pretty. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, what yeah. about you, Joey? Um, for me, definitely, I think it fits the sound. Um, there's a vocal variations within his vocals um, that I've mentioned with you guys before. Um, definitely within a frame was a frame of mind where uh, he's got like some kind of effect on there where it's just kind of got this mechanical water kind of sound and it just fits the song sounds heavy it's pretty cool definitely some interesting effects going on Um, yeah they screw around with all sorts of shit then he does uh, some kind of like midi uh, just kind of caveman-ish hardcore sounding vocals on couple of songs. Yep. And I think that's a cool variation. So it's not just all nothing but gutturals. Yep. So I got to give him a solid uh solid 4 for what it is. Oh. I mean, that's a good score. 4 means more. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a handful. I, uh, yeah, I think that he was missing something. Like, um, <laughs> this asshole. Hey, we got a call. Let's see who our con- next contestant is. Did you guys do? Is it all done already? Oh no, we're just uh just in, trying to hop in. Uh, yeah. Are you guys still reviewing it? Uh, we just finished guitars, and uh, we're like midway through the vocal part. <laughs> oh, so you're breaking down each piece? Yep. You can cut me into it right now? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Come on, dick face. We're recording now. I can't wait to release this to your job. Well, I already, can I, are, am I on right now? Yeah, you're live. Yeah, we're recording now. Uh, well, I can already tell you what uh, your favorite part of the Submit album. <laughs> what is it? it uh, the inside liner notes, or everyone spreading their assholes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. That's definitely that. Yeah, that's definitely your that's your bread and butter right there, Dave. So did you liner. did you actually pull the the CD out and listen to it? No, I found it on YouTube. My, I think I I had trouble finding my CD. I think my I got to rebuy it. My I think mine's pretty beat. You just remembered the dude's buttholes. Yeah, that's the one you just chose oh, to remember yeah. that. Oh uh, yeah. Don't remember yeah, actually not the bottles. dude. The yeah. fucking whole the whole band was bent over spreading their assholes. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's up with that, but <laughs> sounds like a band I want to be in, actually. That. that sounds like a band. You you missed the calling on that one. <laughs> we should give the goat on our next EP. Yeah, we should. All of us bent over giving the goat and then like looking back all devious. <laughs> With our stars, <laughs> but yeah, I was just uh, Smash just stars. overall that album. Like, yeah, you know, it's it was really influential when I heard it, and and on you too, right? Oh yeah, dude. Um, I told yeah. these guys the it, story of the music box. <laughs> you told them that when we all took acid and sat in the car. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we just listened to this. And no one said a word. That would have been and we just intense acid trip. Listening to this, like, blew, like just, coming on, it, yeah, it just blew our minds. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Submit. My only, my only critique of the album, like overall, is just that hearing it now, and like you know, knowing more about metal production, it's like I feel like you know, there's a 
possibility that it could have been recorded better, you know? Yeah, that yeah. was my thoughts on it. Yeah. It's so like the, the guitar tone sounds like, you know, like if you listen to their album before that one, Four Depressive Seasons, I don't know if you ever, if you listen to that, the guitar tone on oh, yeah. that is really, really awesome. It's fucking brutal. That whole album's brutal. Yeah, that the Four Depressive Seasons album is another awesome album full of groovy death metal riffs. Uh, but the submit up, they were trying something different with the guitar tone, and it just the guitar tone's kind of fuzzy and just muddy and weird. Yeah. yeah, it's muddy, it's fuzzy, it's weird. In parts, you can uh, hear the uh, pick hitting the pickup too. It's like yeah, yeah. That. There's some tum, weird tum, there's tum, some, tum sound. There's some weird uh, things about that album, but it's like I don't know. At the same time, it's like would that take away the like kind of like the whole vibe of it though? You know? Yeah. If, if you if you did change that, but it would be interesting to hear those songs recorded with a higher production value. I mean, them re-record it now or something. Remastered, maybe that. Yeah, that was one thing I, I thought yeah, it might have been like mastering on the you know the ass end of the album that you know they might not have had really anything to do with. Yeah, um, and I really feel like that ill-disposed style comes from uh, Lossy Box, the guitarist that they eventually booted out because I guess he was a drunk or something. I feel like that's his <laughs> Of course, style. he made great music. And, and the drummer, the, the original drummer of Ill Disposed, you can hear his style. I think they both eventually got booted out of Ill Disposed. Yeah. After that, uh, after the There's Something Rotten in Denmark. Yeah, they were both gone. I think Bossy left his, before that and Ronnie stayed and then he was going after that one. Yeah, because there's something. Because then, if you hear the album that those guys made, um, what's the band they made? Slow Death later Factory. That, yeah, slow. Of course, yeah, Slow Death yeah. Factory. The style's there still yep. in that 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 submit kind of ill-disposed submit style's there, and it's 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 him playing guitar, and that the original drummer ill-disposed. It sounds like ill-disposed, you know. Yep. So I feel like that's they were just a that little a big more. Sound. In, yeah, and it's in that album you can hear what's cool about the Slow Death Factory is that I think the band broke up before the even album even came out and they just released it for free. Here you, go. you hear you hear the production like the the guitar tone and the production is better on that even than the Cement album, and uh, it sounds awesome as hell, you know. So it would be interesting to hear it re-recorded, but uh, but Dude. then yeah, you also the also the really unique thing about the album that's hilarious is uh, Lassie Box uh, backup vocals. Oh, yeah, that's what Nick was just saying. When he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what got me. That's what I, had. I was going to give him a five on the, on the vocal rating, then I got to thinking about it. I was like, no, there's some cheesy backups in there. <laughs> it's a perfect, perfect rendition. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the last so hard at that shit. Yeah, because he would just be like, yeah, one of the funniest things, too, is when you can actually understand what he's saying when uh, start flogging the, the, uh, the dead horse. Start the flogging dead the fucking dead horse. And he's like, you know, you want to. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, start, start fucking the flogged dead horse. You yeah, know, you got to. <laughs> you know, you got to. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you almost have to just accept all that as like the world of ill-disposed though you know what i mean yeah. they have that weird he's, fucking corny humor yeah it's like was he really i mean it's like what was going on there when he was like doing it's like dude yeah just keep doing that <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good let's, let's he's probably it. naked dude <laughs> <laughs> drunk off his ass recording back well do you know our scoring you know who can do that so good is Scott Severia who oh, really? plays in uh, he was in Tentacles and he plays in oh, now yeah. he's in Dysentery okay I remember that fucking dude big gold beard yeah yeah he was a crazy dude yeah but uh, yeah that is, that's definitely something that, that the old he's even on Four Depressives a little Four Depressive Seasons he's got some vocals in there like that but it really comes out in the Cement album more <laughs> yeah it does they, they literally give I don't them think a whole song. Back. Oh no, yeah, they do. 
uh, comes they back gave, to LA They gave him a two. whole song. He sings a whole song. He's just like. I wouldn't be able to make it through an album like that. It was all right, done just a little bit like this. A little bit. It was just like uh, a little over seasoned. Oh, shit. It's <laughs> uh, good stuff. I kind of I feel like that, that was Lotsy's, like, uh, contribution when he was, like, really wasted. Like, yo, get up here on the microphone. <laughs> uh, he was their Artie. <laughs> Yeah, and then they eventually had to kick him out because he was just wasted all the time. <laughs> but yeah, he has a, the the thing is is I think he plays the solos too. Right? Oh yeah, yeah he does. And the, there's another thing: the album has awesome his solos. He's not trying to like shred it up just to shred to show off technical. That that is the one thing I will say that's awesome about the album is that they were they have the ability. If you listen to their old shit, you listen. They have the ability to make to be as heavy for mid nineties death metal as you possibly can, you know? Yeah. But they're tuned down to B and yeah, fucking so, low for them too. Yeah. Who was it, else we're talking playing like in B early 93, 94 drop in it was 95. I mean, that was some of the heaviest shit, you yeah. know, that they were making really heavy stuff for that time. And yeah, Slipknot would have been in B and yeah. it's funny. Not or, or many people sharp? know, I feel like not many people know Ill Disposed because they never really broke into the American market and they're kind of like a they European a, metal band. Out of every person I've ever met in my life, I met one person and I didn't meet him. He follows me on my Magic account and I wore an Ill Disposed uh, winter hat. He's like, dude, Ill Disposed awesome. And that's the only other person <laughs> I've ever known yeah. to know the band. But, dude, I will say, though, about that album there is nothing like that album i've i've gone sometimes i'll get on kicks with stuff i'll just try to find stuff like i'll get on a kick with power metal i'll just try to search listening to all kinds of terrible power metal to find something that's good oh, and boy. uh but even even like death metal so I, i've never really been a huge huge fan of like straight death i went through my periods with it but yeah. I bible basher bible basher that was uh that's why i like though that's what yeah, because Ill Disposed brought something that I never heard to the table before, like that groovy, melodic sound, you know, that was just like, it, it's so, I think it's still unique to even this day. Like there's elements, like if you listen to some like Amon Amarth, uh, Amon Amarth has Viking shit. like a melodic, what's that? Some Viking shit. Yeah, it's like Viking, but it has that melodic death sound in a different way, but there's certain similarities sometimes. Yep. Uh, but like, that's the thing about Ill Disposed. It was like, they took the heaviness, but they also wanted to like do something more melodic with it. And it wasn't, that became not just about trying to be as brutal and fast as you possibly can. They were trying to do something, you know, create cool melodic rhythms too at the same time, you know? Yeah. Catch that groove. That whole album was groovy as fuck. Yeah. Um, and it's super unique and just, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, it could have a little bit better, you know, a lot better production value, unfortunately. But so, do you know our rating system here? It's a a one through five, but the one is a slim jim, the two is a thin limit, three is a gherkin, four is a handful, and five is a full ass chode. What would you rate the guitar and bass tone separately? Uh, uh, no, they. They're combined. I oh man, you know that's a hard part because the bass tone but, is super you know, awesome in it. Yeah, the bass yeah, tone actually. The bass is there, but good. it's not like the bass isn't really pronounced that no, much. Like only you can hear it. Yeah, there's parts where they bring it out. Like, yeah, you can hear it more in the the hidden ache song there. Yeah, that's like I mean, think about that thing. That that song's practically like progressive death metal. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, it's really more. It's not really that death metal at all really except for a few little parts in it but uh but yeah i'd say you know i'd give it a three three for guitar and bass tone yeah because i because 
I think it could be better, but I think it works for the album, you know? Yeah. I will. I give it a five. That's like a total stan. But, um, well, I'm, I'm thinking of like tonally, you know, in the tone wise, but like hearing the whole, (laughs) hearing the whole thing, like, I think it still works as an album though. You know what I mean? It's still an awesome album. Um, the next, we kind of got into this with a, you know, you've got to, um, <laughs> the, what would you rate the vocals here? Oh, it's a hard one. Cause it's like, <laughs> they're, they're, if you, uh, yeah, it's like, are you supposed to be like taking them really seriously? You know? Yeah. Uh, would you probably shouldn't. <laughs> Because yeah, I think there's a lot of humor in their stuff too. At the same time, like you know, yep. Start start fucking the flog dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can't be fucking serious about that, you know. Uh, And the album after this, hippies, I hate you, you stink. We won't be friends. That's that's Lossy Box. That's that was his last album, right? Yep. (laughs) You hippies, I hate you. You'll never be friends. <laughs> yeah. This is a straight goofball shit, dude. Uh, that's there's one part on Ill Disposed too where he's like, I forget what song it is, but he's like, "Who gives a fuck anyway?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can literally hear him say that. <laughs> yeah, what song is that? I, I you know I give the I vocals the a four for death. I give the vocals a four for death metal. You know? I think, I think it, yeah, I think it works. Um, I think I'm going to go with a four too. You know, it does, it's not a great spread, but I know I get a chuckle out of the fucking, the, mo- the monster from the black hole. Um, yeah. What really stands out to me is the riffing, the riffing. If I could give it a 10, I would. The riffing <laughs> to me is off the charts. Like for the riffs on it are awesome. You know? They, when they really get into that groovy malach stuff, there's sometimes I'm, I, I was listening to it today and I was like, "Oh man, that is such a sick riff right there." Yeah, there's that. I and, such a hard time picking my favorite riff of the album. Yeah, and uh, and I think um, yeah, a favorite riff, huh? That's a tough one. Um, our next category is drums. Um. The play style, the playing, the tone. What do you all think of that? Um, what did you guys think? I thought the drummer was pretty good for being uh, for the style. I don't know. I, I don't think there was anything that really stepped out to me. That's like, oh, maybe that could have been better, or yeah. that's not very good. Um, I think everything pretty well fit fit everything. Um, Maybe recording quality, like I said, I've just I think the overall sound of the album is just kind of muddy. I think that kind of bled bleeds through to the drums a little bit, but I don't think yeah. that they were they were too bad. They had some decent tone. The fucking snare sounded all right. You could hear everything. Um, just maybe not quite to maybe today's standards, but yeah. for everything's so tight these days. For early early nineties, I would definitely give it a oh, a solid four. Um, definitely agree with you on the recording there, Nick. Um, I would say, <clears throat> like overall, um, his style of playing though. Like if I go off, not the recording, you know, just actually his his playing, what he's doing. Um, like he, what it reminded me of was like the first uh, Machine Head drummer with some of his fills, and that's what caught my eye with, with them. Uh, I'll go a four with that one as well. Pretty groovy drummer. Knock the one down just yeah. for the recording, but pretty groovy. I'd give it a four. I like the way the drums got along with the guitar. Like it, he sinks up real well with him. Yeah, the groove was pretty, you know, pretty great. What about you, picks? 
Uh, yeah, I think he has a really, again, I think he has a really unique style. Um, and you hear me, he, 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 you can kind of tell he doesn't really have the chops to pull off really the fast stuff that much. And when he, when, even when he does the blast beats, there's a few blast beats he's doing on, on the submit album. Yep. And, uh, you can kind of hear he start, he, you know, but there, there's something to be said about that. Cause it's like in the nineties when these guys were recording stuff, you know, the drum replacement wasn't a thing really, you yeah. know, that was the real playing right there. You know, there, there wasn't a guy cleaning everything up and replacing the drums. Like even I just recorded right. the assault album. That's, that's what we did. Yep. And the drums sound really natural. That That's one thing that's cool. Like you can hear a real natural sound. They're not replaced at all. Yeah, you definitely um, tell they're not digital. <laughs> yeah. It sounds yeah. like a real drum it, kit. You can feel yeah, them it's shits. a real drum kit with not. a microphone in a room. And, uh, and yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think his, I think his style contributes a lot to the ill disposed groove too, uh, especially on that album. Yep. Like he has that one part in the end of the song where he's doing this, like, um, What's I forget what song that I think it's the Hidden Ache, where he's doing a oh yeah he does some pretty intricate weird shit here and there it's this weird little like offbeat kind of thing how he's just playing that as the song fades out yep it's it's pretty cool uh yeah I think yeah I think a four a four is a fair a fair thing for him. Um, it's going to be a four from me too. And I have the same feelings. Like I think his playing fits along with the riff super well. Um, he doesn't do anything super crazy over the top, but like the toms do get yeah. a little muddled and shit when he's on the toms. Um, but you know, I do like the fact that you can hear the drums. It's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of awesome. And you know, that dude fucking sat there all day and fucking played those songs so many times. Making sure that shit was perfect. Damn. That's a big old handful. And, yeah, you know that song, uh, the song Vesuvio, which it was at the third song? Yeah, the one that... The fucking, that song he's dun, probably dun, dun, playing, dun, dun, dun. he's doing like a... Yeah. He's just like... He's blasting through the whole thing. But then he goes into like a... He goes into a... Like, what would that be? Like a an ace note kind of where he's like he's yeah or maybe it's quarter notes and uh yeah that's probably the his fastest drumming song and i, I feel like his doing. um his fills are really smooth into next parts like transitioning they have yeah. transition a lot which is cool yeah yeah like know. the breakdown there's like a cool breakdown in the song um uh memories expanded yeah that's uh that's my favorite riff, I think. If we're talking about the same yeah. one. Yeah, it's that is an awesome that really defi- I feel like that the first two songs are awesome. They really set the tone, but then memories expanded, I think. Really um really defines I think the style of that album. Yep. When yep. they break it down when it, it, it and it's it's because he's yeah, you know, they're playing a riff that's sort of fast, but he's playing a slower, groovy beat underneath it, and it gives it that flow, you know. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Keeps the energy up, and it yeah, it's just and literally we straight up stole that from Elvis Post. <laughs> Remember that day? <laughs> yep. Like we would literally be like, "Wow, that is fucking awesome!" And then I would get Dusty Put to try to play song. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like yo, let's, let's just keep playing the same riff, but like you cut the beat in half. Yep. <laughs> you know, and it actually works. It fucking works. It really like, does. Do it right. And uh, that, I mean, a lot of bands use that now, but at that time, I didn't, you know, Ill Disposed were one of the only bands I heard do that. And it was this shit, dude. They drop it hard yeah, on us. It, I listened to the album so much. It had just, I wouldn't say like riffs that I wrote like sounded so much like Ill Disposed, but it just had an overall influence on my overall playing oh, you know yeah. what i mean it, it, like of what what i thought things could be you know like wow you can ill disposed does it and what would fuck, you know fuck what would jesus do what the fuck would ill disposed do 
I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you all come on my Spotify and I, for a second, I'm like, is this ill disposed? And then I'm like, Oh no, that's fucking pickles. The yeah. Drummer. It, it's funny <laughs> because there's times later when I real I, I kind of like, haven't listened to ill disposed in a while. And I'll realize Andy will be like, you know, that riff kind of sounds like ill disposed. I'm like, really? And then I'll be like, Oh yeah, it kind of does. Like yeah. it still comes out, you know, it's like, it comes out. There's times when shit comes out. It's like it just had an influence on the overall style. I just like absorbed it in a way, you know. Yep, it was that night. And not it trying was to, like, not uh, trying to copy, <laughs> but but it just over overall like choices to make when you're making the songs. So like you know, what happened was instead of you know Jim Morrison passing the dying man on the highway and the spirit going into him, the ill disposed spirit went into you that night. In the fucking music box. It was Lossy Bach. He was like, oh, another category we have is uh, miscellaneous tones. So like the you know samples or keyboards stuff like that. Um, I'll kick this one off, and um, I'm gonna give it a four. I mean, I think it's super awesome. I love the Die Kingdom. Is amazing. All that stuff's like perfect in there. Um, yeah, that kingdom. Yeah, I fucking love that. The fucking chorus part. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they have like the, it's like the chanting or like monk kind of, oh, fucking chick going on there. The fucking halo music. Yeah. yeah that's kinda that song about. is yeah. awesome, yeah. man. That, that might be my top song right there. Die Kingdom. And, and my favorite riff is in that song. The end of the song. I do. You, I don't know if you have that on cue. Um, I think I have the break. I yeah, think mine's it's only break. mine's a minute and a half into the song. Yep, my my favorite part. The riff where it's like that You know what I'm talking about? Yep. We'll fucking cue and that at the shit end, up. towards the end of the song when they and they bring the chanting back in the chorus. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's in. my favorite part where it all comes back in together. Yeah, and it's like he's playing that. It's just like this weird but so groovy and awesome riff, and it's like. Well, that might be my might be the same part as mine. Yeah, might not be yeah, as that, far in, or far into this. It's a little earlier than I think you're thinking, but. No, I think I thought it was like maybe three minutes or four minutes into the song or something. They might do it again. Yeah. I don't, I don't they might do it again at the end. I'm trying to remember now. We will get yeah. to it. We will you know, get to it. We'll get there. Um, who wants the, what's someone's oh, yeah, thoughts on, miscellaneous. Uh, yeah, I thought they were pretty good. Uh, well, what was the miscellaneous, uh, keyboards, um, samples. Uh, yeah. Any, uh, was there much, there were boards or samples. <laughs> there, there was some stuff sparingly. in there. Yeah, I would say. Oh, I'm trying to decide. It's either three or four for me. I'll give them a four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there yeah, okay, thing. yeah. I guess it it was there, with that. There was that some stuff part. I thought was just kind of strange sounding. I like that. That's it. Wasn't that's bad. Why I took a point away is there's one transition where it's all crazy and it's like retro. Yeah, record scratching makes it sound like, kind of strange, but yeah. you know maybe that's what they were going for. You know, um, yeah. What you got, Joey? Um, like I, I don't know. I that part that I I can think of, I really like. So I, I'd say a four. His assholes listening to fucking <laughs> <laughs> shit yeah. in the background. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. I found it. <laughs> it's in Die Kingdom. Yeah, right there. Um, That's a part. It's like smashes in. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, that sounds like real poop, dude. It, it? it sounds like muffled dog shit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like poop, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that it's the same. It's the same part as my favorite part. Yeah. I, I, that I think it's to me same. that's incredible right there. At, hold on to that thought. Hey, hold on to that thought, but hold because I'm gonna have to cut all that music because it sounds like dog turd. Good version. Well, what do you think that. about miscellaneous here, Gary? Sorry, trying to turn off music. Uh, 
I really like the addition of buttholes in the album. <laughs> I knew that would be your favorite part. Uh, no, I no, I think I don't. Know, I think they really used this. I'm going to give them a five on that because I feel like listening to the album today again a couple times and like with headphones on. Uh, I think they really for a, at this time a band to integrate all those sounds, different things like that, to make it really meaningfully part of the music. You know what yep. I mean? Like that song, like Die Kingdom is part. Like there's yeah, one part that, that I shit perfect I feel, there. when they when they break into the the one part that I I don't like as much, but it's still kind of cool is when they break into the Spanish guitar. Oh yeah, I kind of like that. I think it's. <laughs> It, it's cool. cool. It's cool, but I just feel like uh, I'm like, what's the point of going yeah, Spanish here? Yeah, yeah, why are you doing that? I like that. It's like it's like when uh, when Dave Mustaine breaks out into like some like you know he does something similar to that. It's kind of like uh, I just feel like it's kind of a random thing, but I feel like the way they're using like the chant vocals or the the, the choral choir thing and. Uh, some of the other stuff is really i think die kingdom it just is like perfectly put together you yeah know? i think it, that's the perfect song for them and uh this category it's like perfect use uh, yeah i mean i like the die kingdom i almost got it tattooed on my back yeah mm-hmm. die <laughs> like i was literally thinking like i want to get that tattooed what about you joe what do you got uh, for I'll give it a four? I, I like the choral stuff, and I kind of like the Spanish guitar stuff too. Yeah, the way they bring it in heavy off it makes me smile every time. I'm like that's, you know, it's fucking fun. Um, how about you start us off with this one? This one's the best category. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> how about you start us with this one? It's uh the fucking groove rating, dude. We're giving everything oh. a groove rating. Groove rating? This album created the fucking groove rating, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Big old chode right there. Okay. I got the hint. Yeah, this is top, top. Um, who wants to go next? I'll give it a four because I feel like just, and this is just purely my own taste. Like, I think they did it well, but I feel like there was some transitions, like, they could have been done a little better somehow. Yep. Felt like maybe, it didn't really feel weird, but I felt like some of the parts could have felt better. So, but they definitely had some groove in there. So I did like that. Grooving. What about you, Joey? I'm going to give it a good old five, actually. Like. Just every riff in there is, to me, is a groovy-ass riff. Yep. I'm going to give it a 5-2. I think it's on par with Pantera and Sepultura on the groove. And I would have liked to have heard it with some late Pantera Phil-style vocals just to see what it sounded like. That'd be pretty cool and brutal. I feel like I might have liked some of the beats better if they had a different vocal melody and tone to it maybe yeah but that's just like i said my particular taste in in metal um i'm giving this shit a five too this like this album makes me headbang real hard and it starts just from the beginning the opening of the album right away just like we're gonna groove right the fuck out from here and it keeps on going oh that's a bummer i accidentally hung up on him I got I got bumped off. Yeah, I accidentally hung up on you. Oh, you son of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm gonna do is cut out every time you do that and put it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, there's there's a lot of numbers to count up there. But I'm thinking, uh, you know, we'll come back with that number next week. Um, let's get into everyone's favorite part of the album. Um, 
Who wants to go first? Tunes. I'll go first. Um, I really like the main riff from Slow Death Factory. As soon as it came on, it got stuck in my head. Hopefully, I got this right. I always fear that I don't. I kind of changed in one spot, and I like that too. This one? Mm. I come into it. I don't think so. This one. I like how you can hear the hi-hats, too. Yeah, that's fucking that's heavy, dude. Groove. My God. Yeah, that's a... That's a fucking sick-ass riff. And they kind of break it down before going into the verse. Damn. Pretty dope. That was a good one. Yep. Well, what about you, Joey? Oh, I like that uh was that frame of mind. That transition from where it's like in the middle of this lead and then it goes like heavy into this other riff and then they go from that riff into this other cool riff. And just look like that whole build up and transition throughout that I think is really cool. Let's fucking check this shit. I did like we need the fucking lead tone here. Yeah, the lead tone is pretty awesome. That's a good tone. We need to start right. writing some two like chord right, riffs right from yeah. here on. His, his solos are super melodic, awesome yeah. solos. Like he's not trying to go mm. too shreddy on it, and he just—it has. He's just doing what he needs. Yep, just hits those marks right, that right need here. to be hit. Yeah. Yeah, there's some that weird. But that riff. Oh, it comes into the. It's so heavy. God damn. Uh, I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite things is getting out of work on Fridays. Obviously, I bike, and when it's nice out, I fucking put ill-disposed my headphones and fucking hammer the ride home with that shit. Um, well, can we do Nick's? Because I, I think it's the same as yours, Jamie. I believe so. Um. Be die kingdom, die kingdom, it's die just, all that's fake. The bass really comes out. Fucking, it's just a gnarly fucking riff. Die all that's fake. God, that's thick. I love that tone. It's all that, ra- that bass. bass. That bass right. right there. Is... That's right. You can really hear the bass right there. Got the yeah. dangle. Oh, God. Another fucking killer. In the, yeah. That riff right there, man. Yeah, that riff right there. Go into that yeah, all. That, that reminds me of some, like, in tune Wolverine blues riffs. Right there. That riff is just like, what the hell? Oh, it's so good. The piece comes out here too. On, on the end of it. You hear the little trillos in there he's doing? The yep. little a little accent. Yeah. And then uh, another solid so, lead. Yeah, it's, just, it's fucking good the whole fucking time. You guys said you didn't like the muddiness of the tone, but I think it sounds really fat. I it, dude, that's girth, right? Yeah, that's well. I, see, I listened to it on a couple different things. I listened to it in my truck. I listened to it here at home on, you know, and like through my phone even while I was working, doing drywall and shit. And uh, 
for me, it definitely sounds different on what you play it on. Yeah. And uh, I think that's, it sounds different through these headphones right now. Yep. Um, so honestly, it sounds better, as you know, through these headphones as I've heard some of these parts tonight than I heard listening to it on my own. I bet. So that's where Especially I would have to critique to it on where I feel like it could have been, you know, mastered and EQ'd probably better. Well, um, we're going to go to my part and it's from um, Memories Expanded. And it's a, a breakdown where they, you know, play the riff, slow it down, and bring it back up to tempo again. And it's it's very nice, I will say. I know what part you're talking about. Oh, it's so good. The dog bark works, you know? You can kind of hear that bass riding in the background, you know? Yep. Clanking away. Yeah. That there, when they change the trills to the power chords, that texture is... Little shit like that can stand out and make a big difference, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could listen to this shit forever. (laughs) And then they go into a good solo. Yeah, it, it really is to me an album that you can listen from back to front and it just, everything is just placed right. You know what I mean? The whole, every song has its place. Yep. Nothing really hangs on too long. And uh, yeah, it's enjoyable, man. It does, say. definitely doesn't like stagnate. It kind of keeps going, progressing, coming back. Yep. And uh, it's a, it was a fun little ride for me anyways. I was pleasantly surprised yeah this was a blind listen for your you for everyone well i think i made joe listen to virgin it ears here yeah i've heard some of it work um yeah fucking ill disposed man we'll get back to you know we'll get the score next week uh we will be reviewing uh caius one of uh joe's recommendations um what is wretch, it caius wretch goddamn okay. son of a bitch goddamn son of a bitch <laughs> um that's definitely the uh the album that got me on the caius um i think i'm not came on spotify or pandora or something one day and i was like goddamn the these these grooves sound like the inside of my head. Yeah. I got some All the weirdness. I'm looking it. forward to going back and listening to this. This is, I love oh. this album and I haven't listened to it in a, in a hot minute. I heard a bit of the album, but I don't know that I listened to everything. So this will be a fun one. <clears throat> Caius is a good one. We should cover a Kaya song still. I'm done. Just saying. Not opposed. Goddamn son of a bitch. No, that'd be an easy <laughs> you want to say that for 48,000 times, Jerry? <laughs> um, so what, uh, the band you guys have, what, what kind of, uh, what kind of genre do you place it in? We're doing like stoner groove. We like to call it. Stoner um, groove metal. Okay. Yeah. Stoner metal. Uh, yeah. We've got a, d- a lot of variety in the, uh, the different songs that we have. It's some of it sounds kind of grungy. Some of it's a little, one of our uh, new songs we haven't dropped yet. It's kind of got this '80s like Steel Panther kind of vibe, and it's about you. You remember how I told you I banged that 48 year old when I was 33, <laughs> and the fucking yeah. Fr- Freddie, yeah. Freddie Mercury shit. Yeah, that, that's a song about that. <laughs> Some pretty entertaining <laughs> vocals going on in that one. Yeah, I can't listen to Joey or I start laughing, so I have to like really pay attention to Nick on the drums. Otherwise, I'll hear his shit and I'll just start giggling. <laughs> it's it's not radio friendly to say the least. No, it's probably not. But uh, you know, I didn't piss in her mouth though. <laughs> you 
shit on her tits. Shit on her tits. So, like you said, like, uh, it's weird. Like, Clutch is like a band who's considered by some to be stoner rock. But they have a lot of wide range. They have a wide ranging style than, like, some other stoner rock bands out there. Yeah, I think we're a little more on the metal side right now. But I think some of the newer stuff is more... We were trying to be, or I was, you know, trying to do like doom drums and shit like that, you know, slower, and it keeps yeah. turning into double bass. And <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Little fast fills and shit. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a slow one coming. Yeah, because I think a lot of what happens with a lot of stoner rock, or I guess stoner rock slash metal, sometimes is there's there's some bands that take it and it's just like Sabbath worship. Yep. Right. Where they're just like rehashing Sabbath riffs, you know, which is cool. There's definitely a, a definitely a market for that, and a, or like a a crowd for that, you know. Yep. But a, after there's like you know, there was a period of time I felt like every stoner band was doing that, you know. Oh yeah. I feel it's like cool here. You guys almost like you 90s, guys are doing some variety in there. Fucking '90s with a a modern twist is what I would kind of yeah. put us in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just trying to write some groove, dude. Nothing too complicated or anything. You know, so well, as long uh, as they don't let you as long as they don't let you spread your asshole for the inside liner notes in the album. Dude, that's gonna be uh we're gonna get CDs and my butthole's gonna be the middle of it. <laughs> right there. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, tell them about the uh Odyssey music video idea. Oh, yeah. So we have a song called The Odyssey. Um, and it's a story of, you know, people trying to get dabs, but I'm going to be the Cyclops with a Cyclops helmet and a toga. And we're going to get this kibasa from the store and we're going to tie it to my wiener. And then we're going to put a mushroom, big old mushroom on the bottom. And, uh, the band's going to cross the lake in a canoe to this Island. And I'm going to be standing there all fucking slong dong in round. <laughs> With a big old one-string bass as a club. A club as a one-string bass, yeah. With the one-eyed monster. And they're going to steal my giant 55 gallons of dabs. And uh, It sounds like it's right up your alley. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Swing my dong around. I've never done that. You've never seen me do that, so. I remember fighting you off when you were all wasted, uh, naked, trying to jump in your own apartment, fighting you off with a... (laughs) A broom handle. <laughs> uh, Patrick punched me in my throat that night. <laughs> Crawled into bed naked with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I ran back to the house. I was, I ran. I got to the house first. And I, was, I told Kane. I totally blew up the thing. I was like, Kane, you better lock all the doors right now. I was like, Dave's planning to do some weird ass shit. <laughs> and, and so Kane just ran around. He's like, okay. He got up and he locked all the door, ran around, closed all the doors, closed all the windows. <laughs> I think he, he didn't close the window in your bedroom. You jumped in through the, your bedroom window or something. Somehow. Yeah, all naked. That was after I was hanging from the gutters in the front of my house. This was the house on Henderson, that white oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Those big kitchen windows. I was hanging from the gutters all naked, like <laughs> swinging like a monkey from there. And uh, Definitely a weirdo. Yeah, they wouldn't let me in the house. <laughs> wonder why <laughs> yeah fucking assholes let a cold monkey inside <laughs> well shit i think that's uh everything we got yeah we'll have to just uh nice. come back with the rating next week yep we'll find out i have a feeling it'll rate pretty high it'll probably be pretty similar to yeah, there was uh, some, static uh, x's some pretty high numbers overall um you got anything else pickles i was just gonna say uh yeah i think even though i always wish the guitar tone and stuff could have been better on it it just the album does have a heavy girthiness to it uh, uh, overall and with the riffing and there's times when it just hits so hard you know and and it's heavy and groovy and it just you can't not headbang to it you know i think oh and to me it's always to me, and I know to you too, it's always, it was always been re- really influential. Yeah, that was like the first extreme band that did it for me. Yeah. Like, you and know. you know who, I think what happened there is Sherwood, Sherwood from Skinless told Dustin 
he's like, yo, check this band Ill Disposed out. And when Dustin heard it, he knew that I would love it. Yeah. Because I was into that kind of like more, we were listening to like the old Dying Fetus albums. Oh, yeah. That's another Killing on Adrenaline. Killing on Adrenaline. And even the, what was the one before that too where Uh, Killing on Adrenaline was like the pinnacle. Yeah, that had a lot of awesome stuff on it where that was another really influential one, but Ill Disposed and some of the old Cataclysm albums had some really cool stuff on it too. Yep. Um, with like groovy, awesome riffs, you know? Um, I remember listening to that stuff a lot and Ill Disposed was like the top, you know? But uh, yeah, is it just really influential in that way musically you know just to hear a bit and i still think today i still think there's really there's bands out there that have elements of that in it but there's nothing that really quite sounds like that you know like groovy yeah. death metal like that you know it's to give them a unique factor it's, for sure <laughs> well yeah yeah well thanks for yeah. listening with us dude it was it was fun i enjoyed revisiting this um and check us next week with our review of Caius Wretch.